right. Well, the beginning of this podcast, I think everybody needs to be updated on Birdie because that's what they're going to be the most concerned about. We well, first people. we have to introduce Emma as our guest. Well, we will introduce Emma as our guest. This is Emma, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hi, Emma. <laughs> Hi, class. <laughs> Emma works at the ranch and she works at the sanctuary and she is... A retired emergency vet tech. <laughs> <laughs> Am I retired fully? So we thought it might be nice to put Emma in here on a podcast and talk about some medical things. And um, the first thing that's kind of on my mind, because we have been approached with this like five times this week of dogs that are overheating. Mm-hmm. People find dogs. They're overheating. They're on their porch. I wonder why. It maybe feels it's like an oven outside. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's because it's death outside. And it kind of dawned on me that a lot of people don't know what to do about that. They don't know how, they don't know how to handle that. It clearly depends on many factors. Us. Before we get to that, let's talk about Birdie. Cats. <clears throat> Cats. Yeah, because so. that was nasty, <clears throat> and that was scary, and that was worrisome. Still and is. It's what we feared with having feral cats. Like, what happens if something happens to one of them? What are we supposed to do? Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, you, I, 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 I kind of figured that feral cats were, like, a little more savvy. But, you know, each... Each different cat has their own little personality. She's really young, too. Yeah, she's really young, and she's just, she's always kind of just not been like that bright. She's a follower. <clears throat> well, not she, only yeah. that, not <clears throat> only that, but I think she's, I think she's severely inbred. <laughs> well, it's all the extra <laughs> little feet. So I don't she think, that, like, the squinty she's eyes. She's I don't think there's a lot of, a lot of intelligence there. Yeah. So she's a little, she's a little but special. savvy, but savvy and like you know alert and you know so she can like take care of herself. Yeah. So long as she's gonna like wander into a dangerous situation, even though she did. But that's why Betty hovers around <laughs> her. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. The special girl. It's adorable. But you know, anyway, the other night I was, I just happened to be on the porch, and recently, especially like with the heat, like uh, when it gets dark, and then I'm just, I'll just go out on my porch for a little bit, and like all the cats will just be like around and they still want to be outside mm-hmm. <clears throat> they want to be on like the cool ground and they want to get like that breeze and stuff like that because it's just super hot and i just happened to be watching her and she's like kind of swatting at something but you know they'll like swat at bugs or this is on your you porch know. it's I'm, he was sitting I'm, on the porch I'm, I'm, I'm on the porch but she's like i don't know 50 60 feet away oh, okay like in the grass out by yeah. a tree by, by yeah. the base of a tree yeah that's always where they are yeah bastards <clears throat> I'm just watching her kind of swat at something, and then I saw her go pop, pop, swat like that, and then she just jumped four feet straight up in the air. Wow. And I was like, okay, that's bad. Yeah. <clears throat> Immediately walk over there, and she's just she just like ran off to the barn. Uh, I walk over there, and I see a it's a copperhead. It's about I don't know probably like oh that, it was that bigger long. than that it a was, little it was it was a big one. Um, so I was like, okay, crap. Like I just ran over to my garage. Grab my snake tongs, which are fantastic. It I had worked a, good. I had a couple of people ask me, like, did you kill the snake or how did you get it? <clears throat> Those snake tongs are just like the best. It's just a big, long thing. It's got a little grabby handle. So I just grabbed that snake. And the thing about those snake tongs that are really good is it has like a little locking mechanism. Yeah. Oh, so I can awesome. clamp down and, and then, then I just it. set the lock and I can just drop that. That thing's heavy. That snake ain't going anywhere. Oh. Right. Because you can grab it, but then it's like you got to pinch it hard enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me just take it through my kitchen. Yeah, right. You know, and so find now it's a snake and a vice. And find yeah. something to kill it with. Yeah, I mean, it's it's completely disabled. Everything's safe. Yeah. <clears throat> That's cool. So, I just latched it up and then dropped it, and then just went and got uh, just a pooper scooper, 
and you latch it like under their neck or somewhere around there and so and you can torque it to wherever so i just had it locked torque it pooper scooper you need your machete it's real life on the ranch so yeah and you know what? I, I I do I do respect and appreciate snakes. I when I first moved here, I didn't know anything about them, and I would kill all of them. And I know that's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have I have other non-venomous snakes that like live under my house, like Ted, I, like Ted, like Ted the yeah. Ted's a yellow belly racer. Um, all those snakes. Sometimes I'll shoo them away, uh, but I don't I don't kill those. But if you're a copperhead or you're a water moccasin, you are dead meat. You got no need for that. I don't need you. Yeah. There's plenty of other yeah. snakes out there. So, um, and the yellow belly racer, the non-venomous, they actually eat baby copperheads. So they're even better than like just being non-venomous. But anyway, kill the snake. He dead. Um, it's funny while I had it clamped there too. Betty comes out because <laughs> Betty's like the mama of Birdie. Yeah, my Birdie. Not the actual mother, but she's like her caretaker. She's a mother hen. <laughs> so Betty comes out while I had it tweaked, and I was about ready to start killing it and Betty comes over and she's like wah bah, <laughs> bah. It's awesome sucker that's awesome yeah. <laughs> touch my birdie you sent those pictures in the chat and I saw like the cat and then I saw a snake that was dead and was, I'm like those feral cats kill that snake that's <laughs> awesome no. I mean I, so I've, I've heard of that but I've, I've never encountered that with at least I saw people comments on with, our page that said cats. their feral cats kill copperheads all the time dogs will get them and shake them and kill them I love it <laughs> <laughs> shake that baby boo boo will shake and kill a snake <laughs> But anyway, go and check on Birdie. Did she did she run up the straw and right straight back into the? Oh yeah, zoop. She went home. She's going right to, home. She going to safety. Right home. So, <clears throat> you know when it when a snake, when a snake bites you. I think it's like a coin toss, of whether or not venom like actually comes through. Um, you'll get like we, a, we can let Emma talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I'll, I won't. I won't step out of my out of my, out of my realm. I'm there, not a but snake expert, but she is a certified have. snake expert with Snakes. the state of Texas. I'm a herpetologist. Yeah, she's got like well, a, name. she's got a I snake badge. The, I think it's the basic understanding that people need to recognize is the snake bite is the severity of the snake bite is how much poison the snake was able to deliver. Yeah, and the babies are worse because they can't control how much they. Yeah, they, they give it all. Correct. Yeah. They go Whoa. right. Baby and people are always have always thought the, ba- the baby snakes, it's oh, more it's toxic, but it's yeah. not. It's they have less control and yeah, they, no em- control. they empty it all out. Yep. Yeah. But we've had snake bites with some of your dogs before to I've where... I've had snake bites with probably five of my dogs. Yeah. With, and there was basically no venom transferred. Well, there was venom transferred. Yeah, you sure. did anti-venom on one of them, didn't you? I got anti-venom oh, on pink? Pinky. Well, didn't Peggy get it one time, but oh, then pinky. like nothing swelled up, nothing oh, happened? No, she swelled up. She got bit in the face. Never mind. Fake news. Uh, Peggy, Peggy got bit in the face. Loretta got bit in the face. Koufax got bit in the face. Jesus. Baby girl bit, got bit in the face. And Pinky got bit in the face. Yeah. All copperheads that come up on my back porch. They want yeah. that cool... Remember the first one we saw when you had Georgia and she was oh, a That was a rattlesnake. Yeah. That was the only rattlesnake like I have Anaconda. ever seen out here. Georgia was like... Ooh, I don't know. She's like a baby Frenchie. She's yeah. like this big, and it's a it's a rattlesnake the size of an anaconda. Seriously, <laughs> it was like right out of the Amazon. It was oh literally God. about six six feet plus, like and like this big around. I believe you. And it was like it those was, things are gnarly. It was a black and white one. I was it was honestly it was like an exotic pet that got loose. So that was somebody. I've else. never seen anything like that ever again. Yeah. And that was like our first months here. We're like, <laughs> I'm thinking, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? 
that they one, got murdered. That <laughs> one was George yeah. snake bait forever. That one was snake wild. Or snake food. <laughs> a snake food, yeah. Snake food. Snake food. <laughs> but anyway, I just, uh, Birdie runs home, and she runs up into the barn. Um, I go in there and look at her. Um, but obviously, you know, things aren't really happening yet. Um, she is kind of holding her foot. I go, mm-hmm. okay, there's contact made. Um, and then just trying to see about maybe she wants to come to me or maybe I could do something about that. I, I know she got bit. I know she should be seen, but... Well, he called me. Mm, and that was like 1130 at yeah. night. I don't know why I was even awake, but it was. And just thinking like, just kind of spitballing like, well, it's just like, this is what's happening. And then like, what would you do? You know, because... Well, can I mean, you I, I mean ideally, cat. ideally, I want her straight off to the ER and yeah. get antibenin, but Impossible I know we're dealing with a feral cat. Yeah. So I'm thinking, is she painful enough that she's not going to run from you as not easily? Yet. Is not she, yet. You know, what's she going to do? Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, you just kind of hung around out there trying to see if you could... And, and the more you're hanging around looking at her, the oh, more exactly. she's, like, going, sucka. Well, because yeah. then I... We, the next day she got freaked out when I came in there and she like ran and hid behind the yeah, bin. Honest, honestly, and I was just, like, uh-uh. just, just like someone new coming in yeah. is, is, will spook no them way. enough. Yeah. There was so no way I was like, going to get that cat in a peaceful manner. No so way. it's like, I, I, you know, I basically have no help. It's, it's like just me if, yeah. if I am going to catch yeah. it, which I really didn't think I would. Yeah. So unless things were like really bad. And you sent me a picture <clears> of it. <throat> it must've been like 15, 30 minutes after it happened. And that leg was huge. Yeah. Big and time. I thought, oh, this dog is this cat's just gonna like go off in a bush and die mm-hmm. yeah terrible so i just had to just just try and observe and that's what i did luckily there's you know there's there's cameras in there so i could just kind of keep looking in i kept peeking at all, all the um, time too just i tried until like two in the morning just to try and casually go in there and see if i can corner her somewhere um <clears throat> but once again the more time i'm in there the more i'm making it worse more suspicious she is so because I just try and be super casual, drop the soldiers, no eye contact, just kind of walk. Doesn't matter. They just, know what you're Just, just kind of pretending to go around and do stuff. And she knows the routine. Yeah. Well, in a, in a, that's not the routine. Yeah. She's the only one that is that spooky and that you can't. <coughs> she is the most feral. She's the she only is the one. Most feral. <laughs> that's the every, worst. every other cat, I can almost, I can almost pet all of them just casually now. Well, what's funny is that <clears> night <throat> that you that you called, <clears throat> I keep watching on the cameras too. And I'm looking at the, one of the cameras, and you're standing next to one of the freezers. <laughs> and it must have been Conan who's next to you. And he's just, like, rubbing up against trap. Oh, like, he's <laughs> eating some patty. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, why can't it happen to this one? Or <laughs> <Yeah>. princess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where I could just pick you up and put you in a crate and drive you off. Yeah. Off we go. But, yeah, of course, it happened to the most feral one. Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, just, just tried to observe. And, you know, at least she was staying inside. They get up the next morning, and then, yeah, <clears throat> you know, me and Emma tried to just kind of see, just kind of look at her and just see. I fed, and then she, she jumped up on her little feeding table where I feed her, and she had that big old swollen leg, and then she just was eating. And then, man, the, the pus is just like... Oh, it's like oh. oozing stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was like a clear... <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we... You know, tried for like two minutes to see if we can. Oh, maybe walk over here, and then she's just dark. Never, never even and, got you know, past she's... like any phase one. It was like she would see me, like see her, and be like, ah, and she yeah. was gone. That, which isn't to say I couldn't catch her. It would just be traumatic. Trauma. It would be a lot. And Jenna offered too, but it was like mm. we're gonna 
killer if we try well, to Well, like, and you would need her. like these big like falcon yeah. gloves or something or a like towel, that. I, I, don't, but then I don't have it's, that. Is it even worth it? Because what do I do with her once I have her? Like realistically, it's going to be like knock down, drag out, trying to do anything in a yeah. corner. Like, yeah. No, there's no yeah. way. So, yeah. Um, and then it was like. I don't know, when did I when did I find it? Cause I just that evening. I, I just I, I think just, it was like four o'clock mm, or so. I, I just kept kind of looking in, <clears throat> and then I saw her, um, you know, and she's just she's hanging out on the floor in there on the cool floor, and Betty's always right by her. <clears throat> I went in like an hour <clears throat> earlier, and Betty's on the floor and then laying right there, and I would just kind of just kind of sit there and then just casually like just like scoot closer and closer, nonchalant closer and closer, and I got within like two feet of her. Um, and then all of a sudden she just decided like, no, nope, I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of move away. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to catch her that way. <clears throat> um, had something to take care of up here. And then I come back, I don't know, like seven o'clock, I think maybe seven, six or seven, <clears throat> get home. And then I look at the cameras again and I notice that because Betty and Birdie are, are in the barn and they always use the south door. Mm-hmm. Cats are pretty territorial about that. <clears throat> um, so I saw Betty start, you know, she's done like resting for the heat of the day. And now she's going to go out and venture out. So Betty starts making her way over there. I see her on the camera and I'm looking. I start heading to the porch. So I'm on the porch and I see Betty coming through that door. Well, on that south door, it sits on these hay bales. And I set up a crate and I locked it in. So there's just a crate to that to that opening because I knew if, if she goes out there that I can come inside the barn and just make my way over there and she would be spooked and scared in the crate. Mm-hmm. And then I can call somebody else and just keep her from coming back into the barn. I can call somebody else and they would just grab the crate mm-hmm. and we'd be good. Mm-hmm. And then I can take her to the vet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Betty starts making her way out into that crate and then I just immediately just quick run over. And Birdie's just on that shelf. Betty's already all the way out there. And Birdie wanted to go, too. So I, I, I kind of mentally cornered her in that way because she wants to follow Betty. Mm-hmm. Betty's the number one and go where she's going. But she couldn't because that was a small crate that I chose where she can't really fit out there. And so she just laid down on that little shelf there. And I just kind of reached out and just pet her, which I can never pet her. And she stayed laying down. And she just kind of stayed laying down, frozen. <clears throat> frozen. I just kind of petted her for a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And I just got closer on the back and then I just grabbed her. And she just kind of, she just basically like surrendered because I just, I think she just felt awful, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so. <clears throat> so, yeah. And I just, the closest thing I had near me was just the trap already set up. Mm-hmm. So I just like, just put her in that trap and then. That trap sealed shut, and I knew I can call you guys and tell you to prep the, prep the ER and go ahead and send her down. You yeah. Know? But yeah, I was I was still pretty surprised that I caught her because I wouldn't think I'd be able to. But once again, it's only because she just felt terrible. So. Like, well, and then there's the treatment of what you can do for a feral cat. That was the discussion next. Yeah. Like, okay, now now what? <laughs> okay, which, now what? Which you know we've talked about with you before. What for dogs and stuff? No, for for the feral cats. Because remember, Conan had like a wound on his side. Oh, yeah. about what we? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What would you do? I'll get a farm yeah. that out. Yeah, yeah. Deal with it. It's like a long-lasting antibiotic. A convenient injection <laughs> is really all you can do. Yeah. Which, is, which is a long-term antibiotic. It's, it's not like you can give them, you know, you know pill You're not pilling. Yeah. You're not going to give Birdie no a pill twice a ever. day. So, yeah, the only thing you do is, is hopefully be able to get a hold of them and then hopefully 
Just shoot an injection clean and it all real out quick, and, and, and inject it. It's like out. a one-two. It's like farm medicine. You just well, they you just do knock. What you they can just knock her out, yeah. right? They yeah. just knock her out, and yeah. then they can clean and assess mm. the wound. Because that's the only way you're going to be able to actually do an exam. Yeah. Is to just they got to be at least not even. They don't have to be like like fully anesthetized, but you got to give them something yeah. to like kind of just woo, chill. Then you can look at it at least and make some decisions. And usually you give pain injection, either steroid or antibiotic or both or whatever, and then mm -hmm. wake them up, move on, hands off, no yeah. more touching it. Yeah. It's done. We've done what we can. Because if you stress them and stress them and stress them, it's never, ever, no matter what's wrong with them, you're not going to make it any better. If they're just yeah. freaking out for a week, there's right. no way. Right. Mm. And the concern was, you know, how much necrosis had set in, yep. you know, what's, what's happening with that wound, because that's what can happen. Tissue starts to die. That's, you know, mm. out here for antivenin for your pets, not like the customer 121 ER doesn't carry it. Denton does. The, the uh, fridge full of it. The Blue Pearl in uh, Louisville they send you. has it. That's yeah. what they'll send you. They have it. The only time I got it was with Pinky that, and I, I drove straight there. But what I learned, and you can reiterate this if I'm incorrect, is that the, because when a, animal gets bit by or person gets bit by a poisonous snake that poison continues to flow through their bloodstream and continues mm -hmm. to kill cells mm -hmm. and do damage and do damage for days for days and the anti-venom once they inject their bodies with that it stops that in its tracks yeah i learned that on i survived a lot day. of the time it's it's <laughs> only really indicated if the swelling is so severe which like that's like a later thing like if an if at first they didn't need it because you don't always need it. You really yeah. don't. Yeah. Like sometimes it's just a snake bite. You like give them some meds, stay overnight and then they're mo they're fine. Yeah. Like a lot of the time. That's but what's happened for me with all of my dogs. Right. But I hear people tell me a story oh, that it, their dog got bit go and it was, and their south. dog was dead in an hour. Oh yeah. Is, what, is the south. only difference in those stories, how much venom came out nope. of the snake? No, it depends no. on the dog. I think it's the dog and where they got bit. The way their body yeah. reacts. <laughs> the way their body reacts because you'll have, I mean, I had a guy at the ER who brought his dog in and it was bad and he had been bit and he had been bit like hours before. And he said, well, I wasn't going to bring him in because I had never seen no dog die getting snake bit. And I was well, like, oh, they die. Oh, they die. Yeah. <laughs> Your dog could die. And what we do is you pull blood and check their coagulation times. And if their blood can't clot, that's number one, they're getting anti like you, you need to do it because yeah. that's the time to like act, mm -hmm. try to get their blood in a better way. Cause the concern is if their blood can't clot, if their coagulation times are bad, they can bleed out internally. Oh. And then they're dying because like their organs, it's bad. But sometimes it's just swelling and you just want to get the swelling under control. If it swells up really big, really fast, then you'll give the antivenin and yeah. try to just get it toned down and chill out. That's what I saw in the I Survived that I watched that this guy got bit by a I don't know if it was a rattlesnake or what kind of snake, but he's like bleeding out of his totally, skin, like totally. bleeding out of his eyes, and liquid. Everywhere. Well, and you can even tell because mm -hmm. so when you pull a coag panel, you don't pull from the jug because guess what? If that if it's elevated, Seriously. you're bleeding out of your jug. Yeah. Yeah. You mm -hmm. have to pull it off a leg or a sa ideally like a back leg because you can wrap the the hell out. You of can that. wrap a back it, yeah. leg. You I can't wrap this. this is bone. Hello. Hey. No. Yeah, it was juicy. This guy's like bleeding out from out of his snake skin. bite, out of his like okay. skin yeah. and his eyes and his everywhere. He lived though. <laughs> he survived because he was on a survivor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hence the name. That's how you know. The whole show's a spoiler, really. Yeah. <laughs> Is he gonna live? <laughs> I wonder if he makes it. <laughs> Still a good show. The show's good. Sometimes you do wonder though. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how are you alive? Still, yeah. no way. Can he can he call mm. the owner so that he, so that the owner can make that call? 
Mm, sounds not good. She's not gonna make that. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna call. I'll call him right now. Okay. Is it all Hang dead? On. No es bueno. I have to call him and tell him that his dog's gonna die. Is what? it all necrotic from the stomach and it the intestines? Look good. It won't pink up. Well, shit. Hey, Steve. Good. I, w I wanted to see if I could get them to call you, but they're 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 literally in the in the OR, so they called to let me know that it just it just doesn't look good. They've got her opened up, and they did have it flipped back, but it doesn't pink up. It won't it won't um, it won't come back to life. They don't think that the outcome of this can be. They just don't think there's a good a good opportunity here. So I, I said, let me call the owner because I'm not going to make this call. I'm going to let you make that call. I can tell them to continue to proceed, or we can or we can decide to let her go. But I need to let that be your decision. No, no. It's not it's not pinking up, so it's not picking up the blood supply the way that it needs to to to, you know. She's got a whole, she has a whole team of, of Well, you do, you do. I mean, you, we can, we can go ahead and, okay, well then when you want to throw a Hail Mary, we'll throw a Hail Mary and, and we'll do everything we can. And that's your, that's your decision. You don't, you, you don't have to decide to euthanize her based on that. You can say, screw that. We're going to do everything we can. That is your call. Okay. Then let's go for it. Okay. I, I, I will call them back. All right. Bye. The wife is just hysterical. Yeah. That's Are you talking to her? <laughs> no. You're talking to him, but she's there. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think money he is an issue. He doesn't care how much it costs? Yeah, I don't think money is an issue. So the wife is hysterical, and they said money is not any issue. They want to do everything they can to save her life. So tell them to do everything they can. Yep. 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 Just keep going. Okay. Bye. Portal. They may be able to sit there. What we would do is we would wait. Because if you've got her open and she's stable, you can wait. Because a lot of the time, in intestines, in a really bad blockage, you can sit there and wait. And it looks horrible. Give it half an hour. Watch it. And just hold on. If that was my dog, I would tell them to proceed. Because you yeah. open it up and it looks horrible. I mean, we would see intestines that we would think you're going to resect that entire thing and this dog's going to die. Give yeah. it 20 minutes. Uh, Things can start and you'll just wait. Just wait. <clears throat> okay. Fun. Welcome to podcast. Cool story, bro. Tales <laughs> of the ER. Well, we should just leave that in the podcast. It's our life. You know? <laughs> Unfortunately, it is. I mean, we, <clears throat> and let me just give a little backstory. We had a client's dog with a Great Dane that um, vomits. We've taken care of for we've taken care of for years. And I jumped into my car three hours ago to right. go to the hospital because she's been throwing up. And she's throwing up. But uh, you know, Emma hauled her off to the ER, and shockingly, it was bloat. We Even though it didn't present, it didn't present until like Emma got her to the ER, and then she was then, then she, she was hunched a little, not like a not, not like, like a usual. 
not People like never had two bloats before this. Yeah. I mean, I know and what those a, were classic. I know what a like, bloat looks like, and <clears throat> I had the thought, and I said, "Hey guys, you gotta take her back. You got it. Let's go." Because yeah. we were kind of, we we're. I was picking up a dog, so there was like a handoff happening. So we we weren't in a big hurry. It was kind of like, "We'll wait till this dog's ready, and then I'll give you rain." And um, then I was like, "You gotta take her." Yeah. And, <sighs> so, and yeah, so real quick, I mean, the the classic. Yeah, I feel like this one's in. Because in, 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 we've had multiples at the ranch. It happens. Well, in I've, like 14 years, we've only had two. This this would be number three, but I feel like this one is just like. In it's my, a hit. It's a it's silent just, It's just in my lap, and I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of pissed about it because classic signs of bloat, correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're probably um, right. A dog will, obviously, they are in pain. Yep. They will retch. They will constantly retch. They will try and retch over and over and over again. Which means they're acting like they're trying to vomit because the stomach is twisted and the entrance. But just real quick, classic symptoms: your dog will retch, but your dog cannot vomit. Nothing will come up. You might get some phlegm or something like that. Your dog is in extreme abdominal pain, Mm -hmm. so they will not want to lay down. Mm -hmm. They will pace and just kind of dance around. Sometimes so, just <clears throat> yeah, yeah. or sometimes just retch, yeah, or just hunched, hunched like you were talking about. Think of how you would feel if your <clears throat> if your belly hurts so bad you'd like want to be bent over <clears throat> and like. Ugh. So this dog at the ranch can lay down. She can lay down and be perfectly fine. Yeah. She presents no pain. You'll see. You can notice pain sometimes. The lips will be pulled back. Mm-hmm. You'll see the excessive drooling or something like that. None of that. Her only thing was that she just wanted to keep drinking water, right. and then and she just kept up. throwing which, up. Which that is a sign. They yeah. try to consume a ton of water, but because they, they don't feel good. Because they don't feel good. It's like when they'll eat grass, right? Yeah. And sometimes they'll try to eat a bunch of grass. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one or the other. But when you have the full torsion happening, it's not going anywhere. So then they really can't, and it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's just a whole thing. Yeah. I just didn't think I on the when I picked her up I didn't think that's what it was I didn't have the thought that that's what it was I didn't think I didn't either with the info that I'm getting from the group yeah. I'm thinking I thinking, surely would not have let her jump up into the back of a jeep if I thought that's what yeah. it was but she this, jumped and up and this dog is a great dane she's yeah. an old, she's a smaller great dane but, but she's also like eight or nine years old yeah. at yeah. least yeah you know she's a senior great dane so yeah. she's got a lot of strikes going against yeah. her mm-hmm. and you know our job mm-hmm. is to take care of this dog the way that we would take care of our own and try to get in touch with the owner in the meantime which is what i did and we have no idea where they went when they went on vacation are you on a cruise ship are you we don't know right now we don't know if they're in the air we don't know what what it is so off she went to the er the phone call comes in that it's bloat and you know what do you want to do because they they're saying i mean she has a lot of strikes going against her she's an old well and it's expensive thing. it's very expensive and Thousands i and i dollars. have to make the decision based on what i would do if it was my dog because and you, I said, could, you that. couldn't reach him right i can't re- i'd left a voicemail but i couldn't reach him yeah. so we have to proceed so i proceed <gasps> and i said take that dog to surgery and then i finally got a hold of the owner and i told him we're taking her to surgery because i have to make the call and i'll let you know what they see and the er said let's open her up and we'll call you from there seeing you know is it necrotic is the it the only it, way you can't you don't know till you until you open it, it up until you open it up and see if the intestines has have died and there isn't going to be any chance well they called they have her opened up and they have the stomach turned back but it's not pinking up <clears throat> the way they want it to so at that point like the phone call you just heard i've got the owner so he's sitting by his phone so i go back to him and 
you know, he's just, he's looking for facts and his wife is very emotional and she wants to save her dog's life. And I said, then go. He goes, money isn't an object. I said, then let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. If it was my dog, that's what I would do. Yeah. Let's do it. Who knows? She might survive. Well, the two other ones we had, they survived. Yeah. It's a time thing. It's, that, it's, it is a time it thing. And, but, those ones were classic and we got them immediately. They were classic. I think both of those were Ashley. I think Ashley. Yeah. One was another Great Dane, and the other one was a big Swiss. Hello? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Galloway, the vet liaison. Oh, mm. God. <laughs> She's on him. She's got her dog at the vet, too. Mm-hmm. Vet week. You go to the vet. You it's vet, vet week. You go to it's vet, vet week. week. Let's all go to the vet. Let's all let's do go it. to the vet. It's like the theme song, with, like, let's all go to the movies. Like, yeah. let's all go mm-hmm. to the movies. Bring you a thousand dollars. We'll give you medication. Mm-hmm. Get ourselves some bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay. <clears throat> he has. He, he said they are sitting by their phone. They're not doing anything but sitting by their phone. So th- th- they're just waiting Fun for trip. information. No, no. Nope. That's Where's, his decision. So we'll just proceed at? and see uh-huh. and see what happens. That's with that's Lowy all. And it's in his hands now, and that's his decision, and I have to roll with that. Okay, okay. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. Bye. So now we wait. <clears throat> How does bloat happen? Bloat they don't just know happens. why it happens. There are some theories. Theories. That is a good word. It's because, so, okay. it used to be everyone thought that it not could only happen, but that the cause is that their stomach is full of food. They are then, they either drink too much, eat too much, whatever, and if they've got a big, deep chest, that, that there's room for it to actually flip on itself, and that could be from them running or playing or rolling on their back. or That's always a thought anything. I have in my head, and I don't know if it's real or not. Like It's real. It's well, one well, of the theories. Well, because... Uh, Marco, I call him drinking problem because he'll go out and he'll just drink. He'll just drink an it's ocean, true. an ocean Came to my of house water. and did that. I mean, he has dry food, so whatever. But then he always wants to run, and I'm like, you just drank a bunch of water. Like, if you run, like, are you gonna bloat? It's Cause possible. I don't, I don't know. Like, you well, know. I, I mean, I, I've always questioned because you know some people feed their dogs once a day, and if you mm-hmm. have a if you have a big Great Dane and you mm-hmm. feed it eight cups of dry kibble once a game. day mm-hmm. because it expands in the stomach, and then they drink some water, then it's like you know it's like cereal you left in your bowl. It's it it's it, pu- it puffs all up, and then I'm thinking it's taking up that much space in their stomach, and you know, is that what's causing it? Some people think they need to be in elevated feeders, right? And then that has been almost disproven at this point. And some people think that the elevated feeder leads to it. It's, I've read that. Yeah, too. It's an impossible game. Oh, you wow. never I've ever heard that. Yeah, yep. that's a new thing. Yep. It's you're just screwed, and that's why I'm crazy. And I had my dog prophylactically or preventatively gastropexied at time of spay because mm-hmm. I have a shepherd, mm-hmm. and I've just seen so many come in, and there's no reason or cause, but they just bloat. Yeah. And I don't know. And that can fail and it's not, it doesn't always work or fix it or whatever, but 
it's something you can do. So I did it and I'll probably do it to every large dog that I have for the rest of my life. Cause I've just seen so many not make it and it's just not worth it. If there's yeah. anything I could do to prevent it, I'm going to do it because yeah. it scares me so bad. It scares me like the blue green algae scares me. The blue yeah. green oh algae. Oh my God. That scares me worse than anything in the world. The blue green algae is crazy. It's horrifying. Terrifying. Rest in peace. Right, the camera. Take the room, Kim. You fry are having camera. technical difficulties. <laughs> well, the audio's still going, so we're good. Please stand by. Oh, he's got cameras for all of us. It's just that <clears> one for Emma. Yeah, but it's just the, the audio's still going, so it'll sure. pick up. Yeah. Yep. It'll pick up to say we're having technical difficulties. So go ahead and go go ahead and scare the shit out of everyone. Talk well, about blue-green algae. Well, wait, because her camera's Do you know specific. about blue-green algae? A cyanobacteria. I've, I've spoken to her about it. I read the article. Because I'm insane. <laughs> because I am crazy and fear-mongering I, Well, I remember, I remember... That's not just in Texas, right? No, no, it's everywhere. Yeah, I, I remember <clears> reading about it, like... Anywhere it's warm enough. It was, like, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, and, like, there was, like, some lake out in Texas, Austin. I think, near Austin. Yeah, Ladybird Lake. Yeah, yeah, <clears> I read that one. And these people, they, their dogs go swimming in the lake. Big deal, you know. You yeah. think your dog My goes swimming do- in I the lake? I did it. Yeah. And then there's this blue-green algae that's out there, and it kills your dog within like three or four hours. It can yeah. be faster than that. It can be as soon as I mean, I've seen somebody takes their dog to swim. This is real. I'm not just saying this. Like, takes their dog to swim. They are like, okay, we're done. Let's leave. Their dog gets in their car. Foams at the mouth, seizes, locks up, dies in the back of their car before they're, and they're, they literally are like, what in the world? And you'd have no idea. And there are some people that say you can test for it and this and that, but I'd rather not depend on, nope. you know Scare what I mean? I, know. I think now I saw it's that one. Beeping like, what the fuck? is it the cord was? No, that's the light. No, the best. It doesn't want me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Emma mm-hmm. comes up here and she starts breaking shit. This Where? seriously happens all the time, Emma. So don't yeah, it does. It always happens to Laura. I think it's like this this area. It must be here. that area. Now it's on. It's on now. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're about to be on. As long as it's counting. So yeah, I read a I read a story about that blue green algae last week. A lady had three dogs. Oh my God, kill me! She took I all couldn't... of her dogs swimming in it. All of them were dead like within four hours. It's and, just she, and she had him to the ER. It's, it's too late. Ju- it so doesn't matter. No, there's, do. there's absolute, there is n- n- less than nothing. There is less than nothing about, like, you think bloat's bad? Your dog's dead with that so stuff. So can Done. you see it in the water? Sure can. Well, not always, you know, because I always thought warm, stagnant, non-moving, that yeah. was the risk. Yeah, that That's could, you what know, I thought. Like a dirty pond or Because something. that was what... It was a couple years ago is, you know, don't take them to like warm, non-moving water. And then the thing I shared it was like a stream. It, it was, was a clear stream. And I was like, okay, so my dogs are never leaving my house. Yeah, <laughs> so we're done. Here is my protective None bubble. of you can go outside. So no, yeah, we're never going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, ever. your little yeah. So that's she great. Goes nowhere. Nowhere. Nope. She's strapped to my body and I'm baby wearing and we're not doing it. <laughs> it's just wearing. insane. You want to have fun? You can. Nope. <laughs> you can swim at work and you can go to the dock and you can be in a chlorinated pool and you are never having fun ever again. <laughs> Because you could die. I mean, it's scary, though. Yeah. Like, it it's really is. It's really nuts. And I am assuming that only happens in the heat. 
not it's, in the yeah, corn. in the winter there's no risk because it can only grow. I think I don't want to like misquote, but I think it's like 80 degree. The water has to Which be. Which isn't that hard in the south. In Texas here. that's like, like my pool is like 93 March. right now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's bad news. <clears throat> no like. So with our bloat and our all of our, you know, life that you're watching happen in live, live time, I do want to discuss the topic of overheating dogs mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I don't think a lot of people realize just how deadly it is and how fast they can die from it. I didn't know. I mean, Loie's done it. Ethel did it three Ethel did or it. four times now. My, my Betty did it because Doug, the gate was open and he didn't know it. And she stupidly walked she out the gate and trotted on down the street. She was like four houses down and he didn't even know she was missing. And she's and just out summer. there going. And it's yeah. summer. Yeah. And she's a high stress dog. Too. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we had... <coughs> volunteer in our in our captain's thread there's been multiple this week yeah, yeah. there have uh, people who have dogs that like showed up on Get their out, porch yeah. and you know i've got this dog and it's like an english bulldog or and it's you know it's really hot out there and i don't know what to do with it okay so let's talk about that what do you do with a dog that you find that's overheated well there's <coughs> well first off what is overheated Right, that's What true. does that even look like? Because they're looking at a dog that's panting, so. You're looking at a dog that's panting, but if the dog's overheating, you're, you're looking at an excessive pant. Well, that's the thing, is like, I can only speak from my own experience, but like, my own dog has done this to me, did it, how, a couple months, it wasn't even hot yet. Yeah. And she, and I was placing an IV in my bathroom. <clears throat> like <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh my God. And that's not the first time she's done that, but it's the first time that it, it was bad. And it, what happens is it compounds. Once they've overheated once, they are at a very high risk to do it again. And it will be worse the next time because their body can't take it. I don't know the science of it, you know, like the actual whatever, but I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that if your dog has had heat stroke before, you better be careful because that your dog's, if it actually heat strokes again, is done. Yeah because their organs can't take it. So you have over, like a dog can over, like get really hot, but it's not heat stroke. I mean, heat stroke is like, the gums are like inflamed and injected and they are neurologically inappropriate and their mouth is like pinned and they're panting, but they can't keep their mouth open and their eyes, you'll see, it's just different. And yeah. they can't, they try to lay down, but they can't and they're walking and wobbling and it's, they can collapse, they can seize, there's like, stages of it but so that's like beyond just overheating that's heat stroke that's yeah. heat stroke. that is heat stroke yeah. and that's what Loie was trying to do at my house was heat stroke yeah. she was trying to lay down and then i looked over and i was like oh no i in a second was like oh my god and i just put her in the bathtub and i placed an leg and i was just moving and then i took her temperature and it was 106.9 oh wow which is you're going to die temperature at the er i mean that's when you go get the people and you go hey you got to come like right like but i live too far so whatever but yeah it's heat stroke is really scary and it happens really fast that happened in 15 minutes yeah we were playing fetch in the backyard and it was not hot it was like 70 something degrees this is what happened to me with Ethel. It happens. I'm, I'm doing a. I'm running my dogs out there on a pack walk. Mm-hmm. It's morning. It's summer, mm-hmm. but it's morning and it's like 75 mm-hmm. degrees yeah. out. It can be and humidity. Liked, she liked to go a little stray. Sometimes yeah, she likes yeah. to be running, she running. Likes, she, likes she likes to, to run wild. She, is what yeah. She so to do. we used to call it runny, runny because mm-hmm. she just likes to go out and go runny. She runny. comes back. Mm-hmm. She comes. Always comes back, and she did come back this time too. 
you know, and I just keep on going. And she, I, I get everybody home, and I'm waiting on her. And sure enough, I see her start coming up over the ridge. Mm-hmm. And, and up she comes into the backyard, and then she collapsed. Yeah. Like, her back legs went out from underneath her, and she's just, like, shaky. And she's like, and I'm like, oh, my God. You know, she's overheated it's herself. It's one of the scariest things. Yeah. Like, it's scary when they and do I, that. Well, and then it's terrifying because now you have this overheated dog, and you need to get to the vet, but it's going to be hot in the car, and you no, can't get the No, I ushered her straight to the back porch. Well, because you know what to do. But right. for regular people, it's like, what do I do? Well, that I, always freaks me out, too. It's like, <clears throat> if you have an overheated dog, and then you're in, like, the heat of the summer, like... yeah. Don't just go get in your hot car yeah. and for it to take 15 minutes for your AC to work. You nope. just All you're going to do is just kill your dog. Yep. Yeah. You know, you need to try and triage this. I th- you have to at least do at, a little bit at, at home. Uh, yeah, at least at least start the Unless cooling Unless you're down. two seconds from the ER. I mean, I mean right. what, but, and, no, we're, but and we're 30 is. minutes. Yeah, right. even me, it would take me at least 20 minutes to get there. Right, if you can walk yeah. across and take your dog now. But yeah. No. I couldn't. I in my brain, I went through it very quickly. I was like, I could put her in the car, and I could, and I was like, no, no, I can't do that because yeah, you don't have enough time. Because once they're at a point like 105, it's just going to keep going up. Yeah, and it'll just go up till they die, and it doesn't even read on the thermometer. It'll just say high HI, so yeah. that'll happen. Yeah, but mm. I could tell she could still stand, so she could listen to me and get up and stand and get into. She knows to like get into the bathtub because I'll wash her feet off or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just put her in. What you do. If you're at home and this happens and you can't get to the ER or whatever, do not do ice packs. Do not do alcohol. Do not do cold water. Do not do you will. What you're going to do is if you put cold water, this used to be even my job. Mm -hmm. It was alcohol and ice packs. More recent. What's alcohol? Alcohol draws heat away. So you put alcohol all don't. But you would put alcohol all in their paw pads. And it's so think like if you put alcohol like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. On your hand. It's cold. Right. It draws heat away. But the issue is we used to cool the fluids and you don't do that anymore because what happens is you cool them down too fast. You send the heat to their core and it cooks them like literally. Mm. That's what happens. But we, you know, you, this is all brand new, very recent kind of information. So what you do, not lukewarm as in like, like room temp, but just room temp, like a 70, like a 65 lowest, just like some cool water on their feet. If they can stand, if they're not moving, get in your car. I don't care. Yeah. Just go. It because, doesn't matter. Because your dog doesn't really it have doesn't, much of a it chance. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But if they can listen to you and stand and move, cool them down slowly. If you can monitor their temperature, please do that. If it gets, you know, I don't want to give like medical advice, but if it gets, it don't you don't want to do it too fast. Because yeah. then you'll send them into shock. And then you've got a whole different scenario on your hands. You want to cool them down slowly and calmly and don't freak out and just do like, some nice, cool, lukewarm because room temp water on Because doesn't cold water also cause the vessels to const- constrict, constrict? And it sends that blood into the core. So, the, so instead of their... And that is shock. Right. <laughs> so their body isn't distributing the blood through its body you, anymore yes. because you've gotten you've them got cold. It tight. Yeah. And then you don't want that. Yeah, you don't want that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. want it to just be like... You want... What I was doing is I would... I kept just changing the water because the water was getting hot on in the bathroom from, like from her body yeah. it was hot like a hot tub so i would just drain it fill it back up with that room temperature water until it stopped getting hot and i was like okay 
but that's what you want to do at home and you can put it here in their armpits and their inguinal like their groin area you can just if you've got like a removable shower head or whatever you can do that but not cold not cold not freezing cold that's what everybody wants to do they want to do like the coldest everything it's like a burn you don't want to put like freezing cold water on a burn you don't do that but you just want to slowly cool them down and then go to the vet. I yeah. mean, you need to go and to the vet. And that's what I did with Ethel. I took her onto the back porch and I, I just soaked towels yep, and just regular perfect. water. Perfect. And she's laying down and I just covered her in wet towels. Perfect. Into her armpits, into her ear flaps. And, and just, just mm-hmm. anywhere the heat is escaping, you just want to make, because that's where it's going to, the blood. And I did fluids, just room temperature fluids in her arm, which obviously most people are Most people can't that. do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I had it, thank God, because someone had actually donated it that was a listener that mm-hmm. was going through cancer treatments and wanted to give me a bunch of stuff to have at the sanctuary yeah so i had it still in my house because she had just given it to me and i was like okay i guess we're doing this and yeah that's what you do but that's what they'll do at the er is they get them on fluids and most of the time not a bunch of medications but fluids and sometimes it requires you know depending on what happens if if they go into shock then you're dealing with like a issue of not wanting to give them too much or too little or there's bolusing but yeah you just want to cool them down slowly that's the takeaway slowly don't do it fast because you'll send them into shock and then you've got a whole separate issue happening that wasn't even a thing but if you freeze them then they go from 106.9 to 95 and you've it's i mean (laughs) don't do that don't do that so if you find a dog Mm -hmm. that you're picking up off the street that's overheated Get them inside. Get them inside your house. Get them inside, fast. number one. Get them out of the one. heat. Get, Get them, them out, out of the heat. Just in your bathroom. It doesn't yeah, have to be like your living room. Just go to your bathroom. Yeah. I mean, just... Nice tile floor. It doesn't matter. Let them lay down on the floor. Because an overheated dog that's running outside, they're not necessarily at this point of you know critical care. Right. But they're going to be if they, yeah. you continue out there. So get them inside. Let them lay down mm-hmm. on a cool floor mm-hmm. and kind of assess what they're doing. Are they cooling after five right. minutes? Are they getting the, you know, are they cooling down? Because a lot of people don't. And I'll be honest, if, you're, if your dog's really heat stroking, you're going to know. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not going to be like, oh, I think they're okay. Oh, this, that. They're not going to be able to hold their mouth open to well, even Well, and that's, that's a thing with Ethel when I can see she's lost her back legs. Right. So, yes. you know, we, we, we're in neuro land. Yeah, you are. We're yeah. in neuro land. I was thinking you guys are talking about bloat. I've never seen bloat. And you're describing it, and I'm like, I don't, what I know, what I'm looking at, and then I think about, like, if one of my dogs is doing that, I'm going to know immediately. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to know. Something's this, not right. This my dog doesn't a, do that. Yeah. This needs know? to be addressed. But right. I I have had, I would call a bloat scares. I had it with Baby sure. Girl. Yeah. yeah. I remember I went with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm watching her. I don't know what you're doing. She's Some, not comfortable. She keeps getting up. Yep. Yeah, totally. She goes in circles, and she lays down. She gets back up. She goes outside. She gets a drink. She comes in. She's kind of just kind of belchy, mm-hmm. a little bit belchy, circling. She can't get comfortable. And I'm, you know, she's a Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and I go, you know, you're just a prime. So I call Dr. D and I'm like, this is what she's doing. Again, most people don't have that option. Well, <laughs> that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? If you have concern about that, I said, we're just going to the ER. Better to be safe than sorry. That's what we would tell everybody. If you are worried, just come in. Yep. Yeah. Just it's literally just call us and just come in yeah it's better than going oh i don't know and maybe i should wait and this and that i should if go you're post on a facebook page yeah. and don't ask do that people. if <laughs> you're concerned ask on your local mom's go. page oh my gosh yeah the things and it's like sure <laughs> <laughs> 
but sure that's like, my that's my pet peeve you, by the way you get crazy calls if you work at an er oh, and things course. that are not concerning but guess what if you're worried we would say, if you're worried, we're concerned, come on in. Let's yeah. just look at them. What's well, the like if you think that? your dog is overheated, come, bring it in. If you don't bring have a way in. to take its temperature, bring it. Bring and let me in. take its temperature and we'll see. If you think your dog might have been bloated, bloated bring it. We'll take an x-ray and see. Right. And, you know, don't, don't sit there and go in your mind for 30 minutes. Just, just call. Just call the ER because yeah. they can advise you because a lot of the time they can just say, nope. Nope, you're good. Yeah, and usually we don't say, you know, you're fine, don't come in. But we say, you know from Watch what i wait. hear yeah if if you feel comfortable waiting we'll be here all night or all day or whatever we're not going anywhere we're not going anywhere yeah. or come on in it's whatever you want to do and yeah whenever i'm at like rer er like I, I saw it last night when i dropped off birdie it's just like it's pretty busy in there and then you just i just see a girl just on the phone she's just sitting on the ground she's like well, if you're not seeing this or you're right. not seeing that, right. and you know, just you triaging. can see them just yeah, triaging <laughs> over the phone. Yeah, um, you know, just work, working out those those little issues. That's that's just what they do all day long. Yeah, just um, call. And it's always tough too. It's like you know, I was I was at the ER again today, and I'm just sitting down waiting for them to you know, bring out my birdie and so I can leave. And there's a lady behind me, and she's got a little Yorkie, and then the tech comes out and she just starts explaining things. And then I just heard her say, what you saw was a reverse sneeze. And so, but wouldn't you sneeze. rather bring them in? I mean, yes. yeah, go ahead and go, definitely go ahead and bring them in. But you know, you have all those types of cases Tears. to from yeah. like, what are you doing here to, Oh my God. Well, and, and a so, lot of the and it's, time, it's yeah. really difficult. I, yeah. I can imagine. I, I just, as an observer and being there, you know as, what? As the reverse sneeze is a fantastic subject because it, it's freaking weird <laughs> because so many people, they Don't see that and is. they freak out. Well, I've, had, weird. I've, I've had people come over to my house and my one of my dogs will start doing it and they kind of freak out and yeah. it's like whoa, whoa whoa this is like it's yeah, like no like big deal yeah if you yeah. don't know and you see it it's it's alarming if you yeah. oh my god she's choking she's I choking. Like the first dog like uh, no that, I remember when I was I remember when I was, <laughs> I remember when I was a kid and you remember Dixie <laughs> and oh she would do it all the time I know but the first time I saw it I thought she was dying yeah. It's scary if you've like, never seen something. a dog do that. I was like, like eight years old and like trying to give her the Heimlich or something, and nobody was home, and I thought she was trying to throw something. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, if you don't know what you're looking at, it's terrifying. Well, because it can be pretty dramatic. Well, sometimes with some it goes dogs. on for a little yeah. while yeah. too. We had a Frenchie this morning do it at the sanctuary. Beetle yeah, did it, and one of the balls was like, ah, and I was like, it's okay. He, I was like, he needs a minute because he's definitely worked up. Like, yeah. He's, yeah, but yeah, he's okay. Like, let's not pick him up and toss him around. Give him a second. What's happening in their body that makes that happen? It's like a hiccup almost. Okay. I've heard I've heard that like their uvula like, is like kind of stuck off to the, uh, to the yeah. On the it, side. it strikes me as like more of a like a hack, a clear your throat kind of a thing. And then they kind of get into a fit of it. Yeah. Going. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what and causes it. And I think it, I think yeah. excitement can yep. like make Allergies. it kind of happen. Allergies. I mean, so it kind of starts out with a snort, but then it can go like <laughs> into like crazy stuff. Yeah, Frog Whale could do that, and he'll just like Frog go on for a while. And mostly, I'm just like, can you shut up now? <laughs> you can. You you're can, wrecking my show. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> you can cover one nostril if you want. If you're brave, cover one nostril, and they'll stop. Really? Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a neat trick. Yeah, you gotta like get them because they can't be like thrashing around. But like Archie knows my little dumb dog. He does it all the time. And if you get them and you can just cover one nostril and they kind of, they'll regulate. 
They'll like regulate mm, what so they're doing. Weird. That's awesome, and then though. they'll stop. And they can start up again, but you just put it in. Oh, no. Georgia was like, I mean, it was yes. just like, oh, it was Georgia like, would do it real bad. Violent. All yeah. the time. Yeah. All the time. I have, Violent. A, I have crazy old Fred will do it sometimes too. He's, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes he'll like stumble and fall. It looks terrible. <laughs> you know? get on the phone with the ER. But I'm just, right? he's I'm nice. just, I just look at him and go, come on, Fred. <laughs> and it kind of spooks him out of it a little bit. Oh, my God. We trot. I used to, with Georgia, I used to always just kind of just kind of quietly stroke her. Yeah. Just like, you know, calm. Yeah. You guys are all nice. I'm over there telling the frog boy. Shut up, frog boy. Lay down. Jess just cranks up the TV. Watching Downton Abbey. Stupid frog boy. Frog boy, poop it on my table. on my table. He never poops on the table. He only hikes his leg on the table. We can exaggerate that anyway. You can if you want to. I heard that he pooped on the table. No, he's never pooped on the table. He pooped in the... I feel he like did, he I has pooped, pooped under her bed. I feel like he pooped on the table too. I think that like no, yeah. he never pooped that's, on, that's, on that's the like, table. That's like the Mandela syndrome where people no, remember stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh my god! I remember seeing a picture of it. Now. Yeah. I think because he has peed on the table more than once. That many counts times. As poop. I mean, yeah, two two peas equal a poop. Yeah, that's equal. Cool. Right. That's just math. That's yeah. That's just how that works. He's so bad. <laughs> Frog boy. Mama. <laughs> I on yes. your table. You make well, me angry. He, the place he, he on poops the w- more, than, more than any place in the house is he poops in my closet. But that's like in the middle of the night. If I, that's if, the nighttime pooping The nighttime place. poop, if he it, like walks around, if I wake up, I can hear that he has to go out. But if I don't hear him, then he'll poop in the closet. But does he retaliate poop? Yes. Oh, yeah. If I leave. And where does he choose to put that? Poop? Usually in the dining room. That's where he poops so the trash I, I watch him. So he retaliates. Because for, he's not welcome at my he house. He retaliates for two reasons. W- reason number one, you're not up early enough. Mm-hmm. Frog boy yeah. wakes up. He's got to poop. He wants to go right now. <laughs> you're you, not awake. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and then, house. yes, if you are home for a while <laughs> and then you just change the routine where you suddenly leave, he's going to piss in your house. Well, yeah. does he pee on the paper towel roll thing? He hikes his leg on it, but he's like Ben, where he whatever yeah. he hikes he on, he never hits what he aims does, at. right? Yeah, he never, but he, he never hits miss, what he aims. He doesn't hit his. But object. he gets to the middle of the table. Oh yeah, he's on the middle of the table, <laughs> and he's trying to hike on the paper towels, but he always misses. But he can't hit them. You need, you need to set up a camera in your house and catch that. You do. I mean, oh my gosh, that, that would definitely go viral on the TikTok. When Frog Boy's at my house, he will always pee in my house. I don't care if she's here 30 minutes. Uh-uh. He will always pee in my house. The Bad. last time we podcasted he was he was here because you had like come from work or something. Yeah, yeah I saw him here. I was like, <laughs> I, go down. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was here and we were going to be done like well after six and they'd already been here all day. I didn't want to leave him in the office. So I just brought him here and then I could just go Because he'll pee in the office. <laughs> so I where you put him down on the floor. Here he is. Hiked his leg, peed right next to my dog's bed. It's, I mean, it's Luckily, it's, it's, hit it. it's like a signature. Yeah. It's just signature. Lamont is here. Yeah. Lamont was ben here. is the same thing. He doesn't hit anything, but he'll totally hike his leg on it. Yeah, if you, mm-hmm. take, if you take Ben to the ranch office and put him down and like turn your back, <clears throat> it's usually like every every three minutes he's left alone, there'll be a pee spot somewhere. <clears throat> so you can Constant. count it in your head like, oh, he's been in there 15 minutes. Like there's going to be five. And you go in there and you'll find five. <laughs> oh my God. He'll do that. The only time he ever, ever pees in my house is if I leave and he's loose. And yep. again, and again, it's minutes. Three minutes, there's a peace spot. Every three, every three minutes, there's peace spot, peace spot, peace, depending on how long you're gone. He gets caged. Yeah. If I leave my house for ten minutes, he gets caged. Mm. Is it is it anxiety? No, no, no. He, no. It's it's retaliatory. When he yeah. well, it's, it's, when he lived at the ranch, he peed everywhere. Constantly. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's an old bastard. But see, I don't because he doesn't do it when I'm there. 
And I think he does it because if he's loose and I'm not there, there's like an unbalanced thing that happens when there's too many Absolutely. dogs. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he's, he's like, I think it's like him trying to control his environment somehow. Like, well, he, it's, uh, it's, it's you, you know, you are the arbiter of balance in the home. Behaviorally, when you leave, that can cause anxiety mm -hmm. and to where you think like, Unsettled. well, the arbiter's gone. I don't know what the rules are. Yeah. Piss on everything. <laughs> that's that's that, that's yeah. that's and basically the thought. And that's totally what that I, like when I leave. I can hear like because I'll you know I'll put the dogs in cages that can't be loose, and then when I leave, I can I, I can detect the imbalance in the house even though they're in their cage and they'll start making noise and stuff. And that's that's Benny peeing. But at the ranch, it's different because he's just gonna pee on everything. The <laughs> can't be caged. He, he freaks out, right? Yeah, can he's a monster. Freaks out, will shits he, in there, stomps all in it. Um, he's not gonna hurt he'll himself. Bite the bars. He'll, he'll bite pee the bars. in there. He'll poop in there. Yeah. He'll stomp, stomp in, in there. there. He'll have a fit. Fun. He's a good boy. I love him. Oh. So he's a, he, I don't want to be caged. He is he's so handsome and he purrs like a kitty no. cat. <laughs> he runs around and looks for violence. Is what he, he does. does. <laughs> he sure does. Terrible. He's a good boy. He is a terrible boy. He can shit him. So, so, tell, so tell me, tell me, what is the number one thing? that people bring their dogs in the ER for. Vomiting diarrhea. Vomiting diarrhea. Which is, I mean, that's a valid concern. That, well, we yeah. had this with Laura with her little Chi-Chi. Yeah. Like, that's why Laura's not here, because Laura had oh, to pick yeah, up her Chi-Chi. never even said why. Because, you know, Laura has Chi's that are like, it's you this know, big. two pounds, three pounds. That so picture she, is hysterical. She texts me Dog's yesterday. head's like the size of a golf <laughs> ball. it in the podcast. <laughs> she, 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 t t she calls me yesterday, and she's like, all right. Got home from work and special, you know, because her dogs are all named Baby Baby, Puppy Puppy, special and Special. And special. <laughs> <laughs> special was fine the mor even in the morning. She ate her breakfast. She's perfectly fine. She goes, I come home. And she goes, Danny said, well, she had a little bit of bloody diarrhea. And she doesn't want to eat her dinner. And Laura's like, she doesn't even get up. She doesn't even get up when I come home. Oh. <clears throat> There's a little Chi-Chi laying in her bed. I'm like, no. Not when, you weigh three pounds. Not when your dog weighs two pounds. It's so like so having, their blood volume is like less than yeah, this. Yeah, it's like having <laughs> an infant. You can't wait on that when no. you're this big. There's no waiting. She's like, well, what do you think it is? I go, I think it's hemorrhagic gastroenteritis, and I think you need to take her to the, the hospital right now. Mm -hmm. So she did, and that's sure enough. That's I mean, they run the pancreatitis test. He's got to rule that out. So what is that, and, what, and how did it happen? Upset stomach? Yeah. Mm. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion. <laughs> diarrhea. It can be it can be stress induced or it could be a diet change or the wind blew wrong or the moon is in this phase. Basically, they get GI upset, whether that's in their stomach or their, you know, intestines or wherever. And then for some reason, and this happens in Parvo too for a different reason, where there's the intestines slough off, yeah. the lining. Yeah. And then it, that basically that something of that nature happens where then there is blood from their GI tract coming out and they're hemorrhaging. That's the problem. Their GI tract starts to like hemorrhage and they're having diarrhea and they're getting dehydrated and it's also blood loss and it's like a whole thing. And it's when you and when, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. and when your bad. dog weighs two pounds, you, <laughs> you have, yeah, you have no margin no for error. There. You have four spots of blood in your whole body. That's what I said. Yeah. She needs to be on meds now and fluids now. Yeah, you need, you need to get like some panto. Off you go. So she said she said she had come home from work and Danny was like in the bathroom and she sees special and she she goes, I just picked her up in her little <laughs> fluffy left. Yeah. And took her and I said, Danny didn't even know where she went. That's She's like, terrible. I just drove away with it. I just drove away with her. Oh my god. Yeah, she sent the picture of special. 
you know, in a bed like this in her car. Literally. You don't want her to be uncomfortable. It's probably half the size. She, t- she told the vet, I'm really sorry, but that bed has to stay. Uh, I, know that, yeah. I know that it's not like You obviously protocol. don't know my dog. <laughs> stays with her the whole way. You have surgery on this bed. You need to. <laughs> you rub your sterile drape, drape, on drape on it. No, but, but yeah. HGE is just, it's a big blanket term for... Yeah. There is blood. They're having diarrhea. Yeah. There's sus- there's suspect that it's like hemorrhaging. It's like gastroenteritis. It is. It's just it's like, like a big. Your GI system is upset somehow. Yeah. Now it has blood in it. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it can get really serious. I mean, it dogs get die. Very serious. Dogs die. We had a schnauzer that was staying with the, the got hemorrhagic gastroenteritis, and that dog was sick, man. Oh, he yeah. was really sick. You can what give do like you blood do tr- if you if you go take that dog to the ER? And obviously, it's an issue needs to be addressed. What do they do? They just put fluids in like how do you, you how is it start, resolved you start with fluids and like gi meds like you know pentoprazole or famotidine and serenia trying to like get them comfortable and then i mean you're basically just if it's like really bad you're doing a lot of like hematocrit checks and making sure that their blood volume is good so you take like a tiny so little like do they need a transfusion yeah do they uh, need like a blood a transfusion plasma? or plasma and you're checking you know all their values and when it's like a little tiny dog it can be pancreatitis that turns into it or the opposite or it's just it's a crapshoot to even figure out what's actually going on you just treat it yeah. you just throw it yeah. throw the things it's at like it. chicken yeah. or egg or you can just or you just the chicken or the egg. And in the yeah. meantime, with a dog that small, you guys got like little squirrel instruments, instruments. To like <laughs> yeah, you have like little tiny things, and you'll like give a blood operation. I mean, if you have yeah. to give a blood transfusion to like a little tiny puppy, it's not like a bag. It's in a little. It's a thimble on a pump, and it goes like. When you start an IV on a dog, do you have different sized needles? Absolutely. Oh, you do. Yeah, like a little, like a neonate. They're tiny. I've never even placed one of those. They're like so small, like so small. Like a twenty-six is like. I mean, I can't, it's, it's, I should have brought some. It's tiny. And how, then like do you, how do you even find a vein on a little dog like that? Anatomy. You can't feel it. You can't see it. It's just, and cats too, and little tiny dogs. You just, you, you just know one should be there. You know there. where it is and oh. where it should be. Yeah. And, and you go diving for it. And bang, you just, bang, bang. you get good at it and you just stick it and huh. you'll get flashback or you won't. Or, and the really tiny things, you place it in their jugular. Mm. Yeah, it's not in their legs or anything like that. But yeah, there's big IVs for like big Great Danes. Like there's probably like an 18 in the Dane right now, which is like a big bore needle. And you need it. The you'll place a larger IV for like a bigger trauma in people too, because the fluid volume that you're gonna get you get can't more fluid go in faster a teeny tiny catheter, because a teeny tiny catheter can't dump a thousand milliliters of anything into their body any faster than like over a few hours. Whereas if you place like a 16 or a 14 or whatever in like a horrible yeah. trauma. Think about how big your cath, straw is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's then, like trying to suck a coffee straw exactly, or a big fat soda Exactly, that's a very good way to explain it. But you, it's based off of what's going on. It's right. not always like bigger dog, bigger catheter. It doesn't have to be like that. You can place a 22 if it's just for like a routine thing mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be giant but there are situations where you'll place a bigger catheter 2220 is like run of the mill for cats and dogs which is kind of it's pretty small yeah pretty small yeah pretty small. but there's a risk there's a risk in hospitalization with dogs of giving them too much fluids yeah too. you can overload them and it can stress their heart or they can start third spacing it and it'll go and you'll see like swelling so that's why you monitor the hematocrit too, the mm. like PCV, pack cell mm-hmm. volume, because if you're giving too much fluids, you'll see that um. on, you'll see it. And then you can adjust and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. 
just a wealth of information. It goes on and on and on. Words. So many words, So, many words. so many words. A lot of words tonight. A lot of words. A lot of words today. A lot of words. Don't ask, because it'll just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of words. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. You want to learn something, go work somewhere at night. My God, you're going to learn something very fast. You want to go be a vet tech, go work at night. Because <laughs> then what happens is there's nobody else there. So it's not like, hey, does anyone want to come see this surgery? You're just in the surgery. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just happening. So, yeah. I was only did it for like two years. Do you ever have any nights where like nothing came in? Totally. Yeah? Totally. Yeah. Like not often, but yes. You'll, you'll always have like a couple patients that are just already there from like before you came in at eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. But there are definitely nights where... You're literally sitting. Is like, there the rule that no one says anything about it? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 If you say the word, and I can say it now because I'm not there, but if you say, like, oh, it's kind of slow. Kind of slow. You ruined it. Kind of did. Yeah. Someone's going to, like, snipe you. Like, you're, don't, and don't say bloat and don't say, don't say MVA anything or <laughs> like that because that's like, going to happen. It's like, this guy's going to pitch a perfect game. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> never say that. Seriously. He's pitching a no hitter in the fourth. Oh, my God. He's got no no, no, no. Yeah. And it's always the nights that nothing happens when you've got, like, plenty of people there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, you have to be, like, short-staffed for everything to go all kinds of all wrong. crazy. And There's... then I'm sure you have the night where it's just, like, everything keeps coming it in. It literally just feels like you, like, in. walked in the building and, like, an hour's gone by and then the sun's up and you're just, like, covered in blood and you're like, what in the what happened? That happens. Not a lot, but... It's, you never know. Is it typically the weekends that are always like the busiest? Uh, busier because day practices are closed. But you can yeah. have like a Wednesday that's like that shit off the walls. Everything is dying. Yeah. Code, code. Like things are arresting. And it's like it's th like 2 a.m. It's like what is happening? Like, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't make any. There's no consistency at all. Like a Saturday during the day is busy. A Sunday during the day is busy. Nights, you don't know what is going to happen hmm. at all. You can have a quiet for six hours of your 12 hour shift and then it's midnight everybody else leaves and then the gates of hell open yeah. <laughs> and it's like get ready here you go yeah. it just you never know what's gonna happen ever ever never ever you get people that come in with dogs that you know it's their dog but they act like they just found it yes what is that that's that's called i don't i I'm not going to pay for this. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Look at this dog I found and its legs hanging off. Save its life. How cruel would you be not to do something? But it's not my dog, but here's its vaccine history. And also it's this old. Come on, man. Yeah. They always slip up. Because what? Because <laughs> what? You know, you this is a about? subject that we talked about with Dr. D when she was here is the subject of. And it's awful. I mean, it's awful for people to take their, their dog is sick or injured Horrible. into the ER and they don't have the money. Horrible. And they have to make the decision to euthanize their yeah. dog. And the staff take the brunt of it. Totally. Oh, my God. That's a whole episode. That is a whole episode. Oh, my God. Would you say that. that's like most, most of the stress or just the taking care of the dog? Oh, is no, most no, of no. The stress? No, most of the stress. It's just there's a lot Keep of them alive. There's a lot of pressure. It's yeah. not. The, cl the clients is like one thing. You'll get like one bad egg. Like not everybody's people. And we've talked about, we've talked about this. People are just upset. Yeah. They're just like break. This is like the worst day ever for them. They yeah. didn't think they were. And I always said this when I worked there, when I would be training new people, 
Nobody that walked in here thought they were going to see us tonight. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. This was not in the, the was not part of Google their plan calendar. for the day. It was yeah. not in there. It's just a normal day, and then suddenly then this they happens. get home from work, and it's go time. Yeah. And then we're like, hey, I need five thousand dollars, and let's figure it out. And yeah. it's not anything and hope anybody for the best. planned for. So I think you have to have a lot of understanding for that when you go in if you're going to work er or any vet job is that like things happen and people aren't ready yeah like it's just part of it but there are some people that they come in hot and it's like (laughs) i didn't do anything to you man yeah but they're mad at you or at god or at whatever and you get to deal with that for the next four or five hours so buckle down (laughs) but no most of the stress is just keeping things alive and like not wanting to mess up because we're humans and errors happen. And especially in animals, I mean, you're trying to place IVs on like feral cats. That's like a whole, like there's just stress in different ways. It's really not for me, for me, it was not the clients. That was never the big determining factor of like leaving or staying or anything like that ever. You get people that are mad because you didn't save their life. A hundred percent. You get people that euthanize their dogs or cats and then get home and call you and are like, can you bring them back? What have I done? Da, wow. da, 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 da. Oh yeah. You, you, wow. I should like, if it was legal to record phone calls, the things that I could share with you, like, which obviously I would never do that. There's like confidentiality and all that. But like, I just wish you could hear some of the stuff that, and That's people, bananas. they're upset. They are panicking. They, they have people get they dogs. They feel like they made that decision in the heat of the moment and the they heat didn't of the know moment, what they were getting and into. And a lot of the times, I mean, at, at least where I worked, euthanasia was never presented for financial reasons ever. That place where I worked would work it out with you. If we could keep your dog alive, whether it was Parvo, whether it was a broken leg, whether it was anything, if we could fix it, we were going to fix it and we were going to figure it out. That is not the norm at all, ever. Most ERs, it is like, you know, euthanasia is a gift in a lot of ways because if you can't save your dog and, you know, corporations aren't going to save your dog. So whatever, but Mm -hmm. mine was privately owned where I worked. So they would work it out or rescue it or put you on a payment plan or care credit or scratch pay, or it would get figured out. Like if your dog could be saved, it would get figured out. That's really nice. Yeah. And that's that's not normal. That is not normal. I I cannot echo that. That is not normal. That is not how life works. Most places. There are some places I'm sure that do the similar things, but that's how I got my dog. It was brought in and surrendered. You know what I mean? And they're like the ER that the rescuers with, they take surrender sometimes, but you know, it was very normal. Like we had rescues that just were there and we took care of and had been surrendered for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but I took one home. So that was my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's how I got one of my dogs is somebody, we did a good thing and she had been hit by a car and then they surrendered her. And that's how my friend Tara ended up with her Australian shepherd. He was hit by a car, surrendered. We took him to DVS. He plated his leg. Now she has an Australian Shepherd because mm-hmm. he was surrendered. But yeah, it's not normal. Most CRs don't do that yeah. at all, ever. It's like you either have the funds and you're going to figure it out or euthanasia. Most of have the you, time. They, they pr- present to you the estimate of what it's going to be. The options, and, yeah. And leave you in the room to make a decision. Yeah, that's pretty it's much terrifying. it. It's terrifying. It sucks. I hate I know, that I've spot. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And being on the other side of that and being like, I'm about to walk in here with like an $8,000 estimate. And I know these people don't have $8,000. Yeah. Like there's just, I don't have it. You know what I mean? Like I get it, but it's like you walk in and you have to present it. But I mean, 
you either go for like a minimal plan or we work it out or, you know, whatever. But it's a hard spot for everybody to be in, basically. Or take it step by step. Step I mean, by I've step, I've been in yeah. that position to say, let's, let's go from A to B let's and run see some what blood. happens. Yeah, and let's, let's go something. from B to C and see what happens. You mm-hmm. don't have to just jump into the whole tamale all mm-hmm. at one time. Mm-hmm. You know? It gets hard, though, because sometimes you can do that, mm-hmm. 100%. And sometimes... I would be running back with like a dog in my arms and I would be screaming, I need permission for $2,000 right now for me to even like, for us to like do something now because we have to place IVs, we have to run this, we have to pull blood, we have to like, there's no like, okay, I'm gonna go get an estimate for you and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes that's not a thing at all. And you're just yelling for verbal permission and then you just go and then do everything later. It just, it's never the same ever. No, No two cases at ER are the same. Even the same symptoms are not the same. You treat everything very specifically and it just depends what's going on but yeah i haven't been there in seven months pulled blood for the first time (laughs) seven (laughs) months the other day frankie got it yeah frankie did one and he was like i need to do the other one i was like okay frankie i got it (laughs) but he got his i got mine we have like you know the Mowgli and the deku Deku and broly Broly that you know need their blood checked all the time Mm -hmm. and instead of hauling those boys all the way over to dr reno's office you know she can draw blood so i told dr reno just send the vials let her draw Mm -hmm. their blood and we'll send it down and we'll send it down they were very good boys too they were like okay yeah whatever mm-hmm. good boy bears Bear but they're intact so they have elephant skin that's the thing <laughs> yeah 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 you have to like i had to use a 20 and not a 22 to draw their blood because their skin's so thick but they just sat there they didn't care at all we've got one of those boys neutered Mowgli. Mowgli. yep he didn't need his blood drawn he's all done yeah besides his heartworm treatment yeah they were anemic is that what they were and well, low albumin, well, everything well, was messed well, up. Albumin, anemic, yeah, they're they're a mess. They were just pretty a mess. bad. They were the ones with terrible, terrible fleas, right? Terrible Parasites. Fleas. Yeah, they, they were they like anemic the, because of yeah, the their heartworms and their the parasite worms and their fleas and their I don't know if they've got hook all the kinds or, of bugs. Yeah. <laughs> they took every dewormer, I think. Yeah. I think they had like parental and drontal. Yeah, they're just eaten alive by parasites. It was really bad. Those dogs were just outside. And they're only two years old. <clears throat> and all of them are heartworm positive. Carumpa. It's bad news. Mm. Bad news. Mm-mm-mm. But they're good boys. We're going to fix they them They are up. very good boys. They like pork farmer's dog as of this week. We had to order farmer's dog for those bears because they're, 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 they're impossible. You know what? Spoiled the, now. We, yeah, we, we ruined we, them. We, we, we came tried. from a place where we all I know. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then we come here. And we and, only want the good stuff. And we only want good food. So if you guys can't go get that, then forget it. We oh, my eat. God. They would not eat. And you can't get how dogs. You can't get them healthy. Unless you get some food Unless they eat. Well, even Reno was like, just give them the, like, they just, they need the, like, Something. extra, like, I don't even care what they eat. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And they're still, they rotate every day. Somebody new is not going to eat in the morning, and then we pick it up, and we give it back at, like, 11, and then 12, and then 2. Because yeah, they have to eat to take their meds. Yeah. We can't just shove Doxy down their faces yeah. and be like, hope it's okay. So, yeah, that's a, but they like that pork farmer's dog. They liked the turkey. Now we're on to pork. I, somebody told me they didn't like the beef, so I excluded beef. They do not beef, like the beef. And then uh, they offered the pork, and I thought, eh, They like it because it sticks to the dry food that we want them to eat. The beef mm. is like cooked ground beef, and it's it doesn't like stick to anything. Yeah. Yeah. The turkey kind of does, but the pork really, you can like, because then they have to eat the dry food, basically. Yeah. They yeah. can't just pick around it. 
I used to just order him a pizza. Whatever. <laughs> you remember? I remember I used to do that. Who did you? Who were you feeding pizza to? Sweet baby was one of them. So, that so, dog was never yeah. gonna eat. Somebody's gonna get really mad at me for saying that. But what yeah. I would do is, I would order a pizza from Muscle, and then uh, I would just take a slice and then just break it up and then just put it at the bottom of the bowl. Put their food on top. You're just enticing to try, them to just, eat. Just, in try, mm-hmm. just trying to, to get, get their whistle going. You just want some kind of new smell, something, some kind of anything. something new. But that escalated to you just giving them a piece of Well, that was it. We was did like, that with McDreamy and... Yeah, the Grayson the the and Abbey dogs, they, well, all of them hungry. would eat nothing. Was <laughs> well, yeah, those 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 two girls yeah, that they I... They didn't they want to eat so anything. Oh, they were so bad. They were. They just didn't... Man, I, oh, man it's like, like, like sliced turkey, sliced ham, pizza, hot dogs, bologna. That... They, kind of, they just kind of, especially some of that are really emaciated, they like just shut off. Yeah, they don't, their appetites just shut. They don't want yeah, to I th- eat. I, and honestly, I think it's because they're just so sick that they just, they just want to be left alone to just sleep. They just want right. trying to like let their bodies yeah. recover. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like, man, no, you need to eat like all the time. Well, and it's one thing if they're big and they're healthy and they're fine, you can miss a meal. But it's like we have, we're having to give these dogs Nutrivet and Doxy and stuff for their skin infections, which yeah. we're past most of that now. Yeah. But yeah. you can't give them all that stuff on an empty stomach because then they're just going to throw it all back up. And yeah. that's what they were doing. And then we have a different yeah. problem. Oh, my God. It was impossible for weeks. But it's like Ariel. Ariel lost like 10 pounds. We could not get her to eat anything mm-hmm. at all. Dry food, wet food. Raw food. She didn't care. She wasn't touching it. That's what I said to the captains. Yeah. Okay, I'm going shopping at Walmart. Yeah. And we're just... And I got requests. Well, yeah. we're just going to get some hot dogs. We're going to yeah. get some canned corned beef. We're going to do gonna, all the bad things we don't tell you. I think I got some bone broth, and that was like that's the first thing it, that you guys tried. She went, she finally ate all of the food. Yeah. And then you're fighting a battle because you need them to eat a certain amount to like gain some weight, but their stomachs are so kind of shrunk down because they haven't been eating. So then they're throwing it up and it's like small meals and this and that. Horrible. And it's bears. It's never these little dogs. It's the bears that won't You know the dogs that we take care of, the Lola and Frankie, the two little wieners? Yeah. Well, Frankie, he was one of our rescues and he was the most emaciated little wiener chichi. Yeah, he's a fatty now. (laughs) Yeah. And he he loves eating now. But when he came in, he was fostered by that uh, Beth. She fostered him. Mm-hmm. And that dog would not eat anything. Oh, yeah. I, th- I mean, she was, like, getting really afraid yeah. because he's just not going to eat anything. And he was just just a skeleton, just a skeleton. And I think she f- finally went for those little Vienna sausages. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a trick. And he, and he went for that, and it was all over. <laughs> now, now he's, he's a chonker. Now well, he's if you can that. get him eating... You it's can like, kind of trigger it, the it, like it signals yes. something in their brain. Yeah, like we're like it's yum time. We're gonna eat, we're gonna mm. eat now. Yeah, but it's it, when they're refusing like that. Oh my god, it's pretty frustrating. I was stressed out because, rightfully, captains were worried about these dogs. But I don't think we just they were so sick yeah. and like they don't look it because they don't look like skin and bones and they're hair's falling out but, but the blood they work were, says oh my god they were so sick they're very sick on like the super anemic like really low albumin heartworm just ridden parasite ridden yeah. it's like they feel horrible they yeah. don't want to eat they yeah. don't feel good but now that we got at least some of that treated most of it actually most of it treated i think the other two are well enough now for neuter or was uh, it just Broly. one we're gonna um she just wants to wait a week on, on him because the NutriVet isn't actually changing what we need it to change on him, but we're just going to keep giving it because whatever. Yeah. And, um, but Deku is good. Yeah. Deku can move on. And then Mowgli has heart and treatment. 
in like two weeks and then he can go because he does not need his eyes done right and broly and deku then need to have their eyes, their done, eyes done before they can have their heart one yeah they're just a money pit those yeah. dogs are just build a, a bear pit. <laughs> yeah the build a bear the build a bear workshop whoever said that is genius build a bear round of applause we're going to rebuild a bear. <laughs> That's what it is. I, that, it's like every single bodily function, there was something wrong yeah. with Broly and Deku. Mowgli, whatever. Yeah. But those two, eyes, hearts, GI, skin, Broly's yeah. big leg. His leg was open, yeah. remember? Oh, yeah, he's the one that His had a leg was wide open on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> that was bad. We had to rebuild the bears. Rebuild them. All right. Mm. Well, that's call, our podcast. I'm going to call that a night. Yeah. We thank Emma for coming. Thank you, Emma. Aww, thank you, Emma. Yay. <laughs> Filling in for Laura Galloway. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring you back because the, the plan was to have ER stories. Oh, I've so. got. Oh, I've got <laughs> ER stories. Do you? Do you have those? I've so, got ER stories, man. Stay like, tuned. I just want to hear you say words I've never heard before. Words. Can we just do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, about that. I'll preface a phenobarbital overdose and a three-day coma in a dog. Whoa. Insanity. Nice. Giving intralipids to, like, harness the catch the drugs intralipids that's word. the new, that's the yeah, new word there's your word of vocabulary the test at the end I'm gonna go home and <laughs> google that yeah crazy town crazy town awesome alright guys alright All right. All right. All right. All right. thanks guys